Welcome to the Liberty Block. Welcome to the Alu and Evan show. And as we said, this is going to be the biggest train wreck ever because it took us at least a week or two or three weeks to get to episode two. So last week, actually, I have a good excuse. Look, I mentioned to you, you didn't come, but I had a debate. So Monday evening, there was a debate on New Hampshire independence, and it was an Oxford-style debate. Technically, I won the vote before, and the vote after the debate, technically, a few people switched over from being undecided to supporting independence. So technically, I won the debate. It went phenomenal. Um, My uh, opponent, Zach Hampel, did very well in arguing in favor of the union, which is a tough thing to do. Mm-hmm. But he, he made some really good arguments and it was a really fun debate. Awesome, awesome time. We all, we all enjoyed ourselves. So that video, I know I've been slow and I apologize, but it's finally all posted in like five or six different clips. And mm-hmm. I'll post one long video with the entire debate and I'll post the MP3 to the podcast as soon as I get a chance because I'm too busy. So look out for that debate. But now we're back for episode two. What's been going on in your world for the last two weeks? Um, I have no excuse. Um plenty of furnace installs and stuff like that, but <laughs> nothing, nothing too highbrow. Cool. So I think the first order of business has to be President Poopy Pants. Roger. Did you hear about, about President Poopy Pants? No, no, I voted for him, but... Uh... Did, you voted for him? No, which, which, which Poopy Pants? Well, President Biden reportedly pooped his pants in the Vatican, so everyone's saying it's now holy shit. Oh my gosh, that was a nice lead-in. I'd, uh... <laughs> well, okay, cool. Burn, so number that's one the for story. you. That's all. Wow. Now, is this, is this just a setup for a joke, or is that actually true? No, I'm being serious. I don't joke around, dude. Um, according to a lot of reports, because on, on Friday, he was, he's, he's in Europe. He went Who's to the Vatican to meet the Pope. Yeah. What's that? Who's investigating this? He said there are a lot of reports. How do we get reports on that? Yeah, so so he was at the Vatican, and, okay. and Friday evening I was at work. But Friday I saw Jack Vasobic, a, a big guy on Twitter, big reporter type yeah. dude. He posted yeah. because the, the feed of the Pope and Biden cut out abruptly. They were going to do have a video feed of them meeting and, <laughs> and then speaking together or something, and it totally yeah. cut out and it was mysterious. And Jack Vasobic on Twitter posted, "Guys, I know the real reason that it, that it cut out." Prepare for my receipts because I could prove it. I know why it cut out abruptly. And yeah. then we started seeing reports from the Vatican area, Italy, Switzerland, reporters saying he had a bathroom incident in his pants and they rushed him to the bathroom and cleaned him up because he is like 80 years old. I think he's 78 or 80. So, yeah. and he has dementia. So, when you're 78, you have loose bowels, you have dementia. It, it makes sense they poop your pants. So, wow. um, yeah, a, a lot of reports about it. And apparently, word around Italy and Switzerland is that he totally shed his pants. So people are saying he was in the Vatican. So it's technically holy shit, technically, because <laughs> it is holy. So yeah, really, really funny. Um, and, and then, oh, so, so here's the, the kicker. And again, I have an article on, on uh, Liberty Block. I'm going to go share it in a second. So um, another big guy on Twitter is called uh, Cat Turd. He's, he's just he's a picture of a cat and his Twitter handle is Cat Turd or Cat Turd. Okay. And um, he started, and this all happened, I think, Saturday evening. So Saturday evening, he started tweeting, let's see if we can get poopy pants Biden to trend. And then I started writing an article furiously and it was like number four trending on Twitter, poopy pants Biden, the hashtag on all of Twitter, or at least in the United States. So I started writing the article and like 10, 20 minutes later, by the time I finished the article, it was trending number one. So number one, I believe in the US and maybe the world was poopy pants Biden, the hashtag poopy pants Biden. 
It was wow. trending number one in the world. And I got a screenshot of it in the article. <laughs> wow, you have been busy. That's fantastic. Yeah, so that was Saturday evening, I believe. All right. So, um, yeah, let me just do this. I should apologize for my attire. I got this uh, hot dog relish uh, ketchup and mustard thing going on. I don't know where that's. So you're apologizing for wearing clothes because you're generally naked when you appear in the <laughs> Roger, yeah. So, fried it out of me. All right. So, where's my crap. Liberty Block hat? I, I, you said I, I would come to the next podcast with nothing but a Liberty Block hat on. And I agreed, but I guess so. Uh, I did whoa. say that, but why would you what trust is that? You is trust politicians? Underwear? So, is, that, is that like. Did you uh, edit that or? Wait a sec, wait a second. So, oh, oh, <laughs> what is going This is a new world record. Oh my gosh. I don't even know how this Twitter stuff works, but. Um, this is not Twitter, Grandpa. This is my website. <laughs> I don't know what so, it is. I don't know. Can we do Star Wars technology? Cass, can you explain to your dad what the internet is? Yeah, I think she can. Can you explain so, it to, to daddy? For those on the podcast, his baby is with him and she's two and probably understands more about the internet than him. So anyway, Grandpa Evan, the reason that I shrieked like a little girl is currently our biggest article was read by 20,000 people. It just okay. to 20,000. And this yeah. just eclipsed that with 23,600. This article has been read over 23,000 times in the last day. Um, so yeah, this is obviously a, an all-time record for Liberty Block. Wow, I think I just shit my pants. I, I just shit my pants and I just shit Biden's pants. Roger. <laughs> no, I think the Russian. No, no, I think the Russians did that, dude. Don't even joke around, bro. It might have been Russian collusion. So anyway, um, all right. For those on video, here's kind of how it went down. On Friday, Joe met with with Pope, and um, the meeting kind of just went blank. It was abruptly cut off. And yeah. although there was some video that I did see, I think Friday. Because again, they're like 12 hours off probably. So Friday or Saturday, either way in Italy, I saw um, Biden saying to, to the Pope and he's meeting the Pope and he just says a quick sentence that makes no sense because it's Biden. So he says, yeah. he shakes his hand and he says, Pope, in America, uh, you're a famous African-American baseball player in America. <laughs> Maybe he what? meant to say, he, meant, he probably meant to say you're as famous and well-respected as the the greatest baseball players like Alex Rodriguez, oh. maybe, but he literally said, "You're as famous as you're a famous no, you're a famous African American baseball player in America." So, so, yeah. so when does that become an issue that he could, you know, say something to a a, a former government uh, representative and and just completely <laughs> you thought nobody has messed up for years, whatever it doesn't matter. So, Zach so, posted okay. this on Friday. Brace for receipts. And I, I thought I saw it, but I didn't really think much of it. Then on Saturday, Cat Turd tweeted, uh, trend it, poopy pants Biden, I dare you. And he's laughing. And then if you look at all the rest of his tweets, he's like, oh my God, I can't believe you guys. Like 10 minutes later, it was number four. And like 20 minutes after that, it was number one. Like all of Twitter <laughs> trending. So, I oh mean, my was, gosh. And I couldn't believe that Twitter didn't censor it like sooner. Wow, Liberty Block, here we go. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's making him <laughs> oh so, my gosh there were so many oh good tweets from this yeah yeah even you don't poop your pants right? so <laughs> he's growing up <laughs> yeah so here's another blue check mark saying word around rome is that he had a uh bathroom accident come on you piece of crap 
So anyway, I put together this nice collage. Do you know where this comes from? This picture? I, no, I was inquiring about it. It looks like, um, looks exactly what I'm seeing. I'm seeing um, okay. El Presidente with a pair of underwear that looks like it's got a Hershey yeah, stain yeah, on the back yeah. of it. Or so here is, um, so here is the screenshot of the trending number one on Twitter. Here's Twitter, United States trends, number one, 34,000 tweets about poopy pants Biden. So that was number one. All right. How do I explain this meme to you? I need Michelle and Cass to help. How do you explain a meme to Evan? Um, so a few weeks ago, maybe a week or two ago, Biden had a town hall meeting, like some press bullshit. Yeah. And he was talking to, I guess, Don Lemon or some other CNN leftist talking head idiot propagandist. Exactly. And Perfect. he stood there like this. You know Beavis and Butthead? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, Beavis Beavis does this a lot? Yeah. Cornelio, I, I need TP. <laughs> and obviously TP is what he could have used. So so Beavis sits, stands there like this. He's like, I need TP for my phone call. Cornelio, right? Cornelio, yeah, Cornelio. Yeah. So yeah. He, during this town hall, he stood there for like 20 seconds like this, apparently. It's just a nostalgia trip for the rest of us. That's it was fantastic. just standing there. It was really weird. So there were a lot of memes about it. Okay. Um, we'll find it. And right away, I saw the meme of someone named him with um, Beavis. Oh, man, disgusting stuff. Here. Oh, wow. There's plenty of them. Jeez. My gosh. There's so many memes. I mean, obviously, Biden has always had some good memes. But um, Biden, 9, Town Hall... Beavis, and we'll find that one. So anyway, I mean, the... <laughs> 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 so it's pretty similar. Wow. There's that and there's this. So and apparently he stood there for like twenty seconds, like begging to be memed. What is going on here? So then someone put his face on it, Beavis's face here, which is funny. And then some leftist said, "Come on, have some respect. Respect the presidency." Um, just never mind the fact that I said, um, all right, Cass is here. So, um, oh, yeah, F, hey. F Trump, remember all the chants of F Donald Trump, F Donald Trump. Yeah. Um, and you know, all the disgusting things about the pinata and having his head cut off and Kathy Griffin holding yeah. his head, his bloody, you know, veins popping out. So, yeah, of no, course, they didn't respect my Trump, president. Yeah. They wanted one to respect Biden. So they said, don't make fun of him like Beavis and Butthead. Um, so, so yeah, a lot of good memes from that. And he was like begging for it. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Remember uh, Dog Face Pony Soldier? Yeah. <laughs> I've always wondered what that means. It's, it's almost so great. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's funny that he said teepee because he, he really could use teepee instead of shit in his pants. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'm reading a lot of these, um, these news segments and these videos. and they, they seem to have, they'll always say, he was grueling somebody or this gentleman was aggressively doing this or that. And they just put something on a, a video before you watch it. It doesn't seem like news. It seems like they're already, they're already um, spelling it out for you. So anyway, he was begging for a lot of big memes. But with and these memes, it seems to be... Uh, so someone finally did it with, with the shit in his pants. Where's that one? Oh, with him holding... Oh, that's, that's Photoshop. That's not real. All right, Roger. <laughs> what do you mean, obviously? Everything's like off the on the table now. I can't like, even find it anymore. Google probably got rid of it. Wow. I can't find the one with his underwear. Um, and that's all like Baldwin, which is funny. With so, Jim Carrey, yeah. Yeah. So, and then another thing was that at the G20 meeting, apparently nobody wanted to stand next to him. 
Because either they thought he might shit himself again or because uh, he still smelled. Except for the guy from Canada, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, so you, can you see this? Some people like that stuff. That's um, Biden. Here are all the world what? leaders. Wow. And dude. there's Biden. Bring it home. Almost like social distancing of six feet. Well, at least he's consistent, you know? At least he's sticking to it. Look at all these other savages. They're, they're not even, you know... Except for Angela Merkel, she's she's also an angel. It looks like they're dressed like firefighters in EMS in red and yellow, no? That's awesome. I'd like to see more people. You know what? I think the politicians are finally wearing the NASCAR like suits. They're taking uh, Jesse Ventura's uh, advice. They're wearing the NASCAR suits. I think it says Goldman Sachs on that, guys. Go up. Yeah, well, yeah, they should they should advertise their sponsors. So, yeah. Or, um, oh, I don't, think they, I don't you, think they should. They would never get voted in. Do you remember when Biden said, my butt's been white? What? Uh, tell me what you hear. When what the fuck is this? Tell me what you hear. Remember a few months ago. This is like five months ago when a reporter mm-hmm. asks him a question about amnesty or something, and he just yeah. looks at the camera and says, "My butt's been wiped," and just walks on. What? Oh, jeez. <laughs> but now we know what it means. Apparently, there there have been rumors that he's been shitting himself for a while. My God, you know. <laughs> I remember when George Bush, this stuff was kind of funny. All right, listen. It's, just, it's horrific. Listen to this. My butt's been wiped. There's no other way he's in anything else. My butt's been wiped. He's yelling at her. Where's his handlers? I, I don't know. I guess they were off scooting around somewhere. They're never off. You see that aggressive, like, sort of, thank you. Thank you for coming. It's like this army of, like, thank oh, you. Yeah, so thanks for reminding me. A hallmark me. of insincerity. They're just, like, chasing them out of the room. Like, like some sort of special forces. Thank you. It's like an extraction. Then there's a suppressive fire. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Please don't ask any questions or anything. We can't hear you. Blah, yep. blah, blah, well, blah. that's exactly what happened when he was meeting with, I think, Boris Johnson, the UK prime minister. Yeah, we just saw it more recently. Like Boris is like, hey, can we take questions? And immediately his staff said, thank you. Get the F out of here. Thank you. And shoved out all the reporters from the Oval Office. Rumor is it's because he shot his pants right there. But he did that in, with the, with the um, French um, representative who's sitting down with the... Uh... Well, speaking of being full of shit, some leftist thinks I'm full of shit for questioning the election integrity. Uh-oh. Not again. I might have to destroy him. So... <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll uh, pull up that article about election integrity. Yeah. So when people ask me why I don't think that Biden won in a fair election, I give them like the, I don't know, 100,000 sources I have in this tremendous article that I wrote mm. months ago for why people are skeptical about the integrity of the election. I don't know if Trump <laughs> won or Biden won, but there are a lot of reasons to be skeptical. That's all I'm saying. Mm. We just got to wait for the site to load. So speaking of the site being slow, we yeah. are upgrading the server and we've just been blown up with traffic. Like you saw the 23,000 visits for that one article last day or day or two. Wow. Um, and we've been blown up. So our servers, we upgraded them a few weeks ago and mm-hmm. I spoke to my CTO and she's upgrading our servers again. So we're in the process. So everyone bear with us because it's going to be slow for the next day. Maybe I don't know how long, but it's upgrading servers to a new server host. And uh, hopefully we'll have strong servers that can handle um, a few million visits a month, maybe. So, yeah, here's this article with count how many sources I have. All the purple are all the hyperlinks, right? So let's see how many sources and data and figures I have. 
throughout this whole article. And I have, you know, videos, half of which have been taken down by YouTube. Looks like I have a lot of sources, right? Oh, look, oh, that's all purple. That's all, that's all. Hey, you're certainly citing your sources. <laughs> look, oh, no, I have hundreds more. Yep. So, yeah, and I haven't added to it in months because, again, there's already so much, so many reasons in every state. And in the article in the beginning, I go through every state. I say um, in all the Sphinx states that Biden won, Arizona, here are tons of reasons to be skeptical of Arizona, mm. you know, despite having registered after the deadline, 4,000 voted. And this was only in one county, I believe. Um, 11,000 voted when they weren't on the voter rolls. Again, illegal. 18,000 voted and then were removed from, vote from the rolls after the election. Yeah. So Nevada, Sphinx State, Biden barely won. Tons of issues. Georgia, Sphinx State, Biden barely won. We know that was corrupt. Um, Pennsylvania, Sphinx State, Biden barely won. Tons of corruption in Pennsylvania. Michigan, Swing State, Biden won by a bit. Tons of corruption. And again, here's why. Wisconsin, Biden won. Swing State. Where's, the, where's the ethics committee? Where's the independent sort the of... There's no one independent. It's the balance. government. Who's independent? The government's going to investigate the government and found the government did nothing wrong. That's how it goes. They investigate Same themselves. Old song. Same old song. No, no one has a problem with that. The conflicts yeah. of interest. It's just they're glaring. Government is an inherent conflict of interest. That's what I'm fucking saying, dude. Roger. Roger. It's not the first time we're hearing this either, you know? Jeez. All right, what else do we like? We published this article. This article, stop saying the Pledge of Fucking Allegiance, please. Um, uh, here's an effed up story. Here's more effed up stuff. Oh, we can- New Hampshire leader must- We don't even have time to talk about Baldwin, but there's a lot of effed up stuff there. Oh my gosh. Do you hear about Baldwin? About yes. Uh, so right away someone said- off. There was a joke that what did oh what did um, Helena um, Hutchins know about Hillary Clinton? Because there's a famous joke: uh, if you have dirt on Clinton, you die. So there was a meme right away. What did she know <laughs> about Clinton? You know, she must have known something about her. Turns out the meme is actually has some truth to it. Wow. That's who her geez. husband was. Who was her husband? A lawyer in like the Clinton law firm who was working with them for decades. Oh really? Oh my god. All I'm saying. Oh my God! What you know? It, my mind immediately went there. Oh, not, not listen! Not listen to the absurdity of this. I mean, I know plenty of uh, people with guns. If I handed them a loaded gun, it wouldn't go off unless they wanted it to. There's so much fishy about the story. Immediately, what, what, did he, what did he do? Even if it was a fake gun, and you're not a gun enthusiast, and you don't like guns, you everyone learns at two years old. Don't pull the trigger. Oh no! Yeah, well, keep your finger off the trigger. That's everybody's rule. It, also, it was a revolver. And revolvers all require you to either pull the hammer back and fire or but here's my pull point. it like 14 pounds of force. That's hard if to you, do that mistake. You can't if do that you mistake. gave me a gun as an adult, I wouldn't be juvenile enough to point it at somebody's face, let alone one of the women in the group in the room. I, I don't think I don't but know. Also, how there is shouldn't that have funny? Been, Hold on. There shouldn't how have is been pointing a gun at a woman funny. I mean, I don't know how you make that happen. Are you someone gives you a gun, you immediately go, hey guys, check this out. Ah! I mean. But there, were, there was an armorer on set who was supposed to make sure the gun was clear. They totally failed. I saw a lot about that, too. Yeah. Well, they, apparently, there have been other uh, incidents with other this movies. This the third negligent discharge on the set, meaning everyone should have been fired before the third. After the first or second, you got to fire everyone. A movie with Nicolas Cage, he didn't feel safe on site with her, so he, uh, because yeah. a, a gun had discharged, I, I mean... Where, so where's, the, where's the hierarchy of competence? Where's the... The proficient, you have stuff like this happen. There's, there's, there's 
in, in the gas fitting or, or in, in our industries, if you have something like this happen, there's a law enacted, Amelia's law. A little girl dies because of a stove, you yep. get a law. All of a sudden, these things. Yep. And, he's, and then they're acting like this is the first time this has happened. What about the movie with the, the crow? He, he puts a blanket statement out there saying, oh, this is perfectly fine. It's the only incident we've had in a long time. We should get rid of guns forever, <laughs> which is interesting. But this is not the only incident we've had on TV since. So apparently The Crow with Brandon Lee had like the same assistant director or something as this movie. Are you kidding me? Yeah, oh, there's a lot of creepy God. shit, dude. Well, there's always been creepy stuff in, in Hollywood. Back in its inception, parents didn't like their kids going to Hollywood, not because they were super, you know, prudes. They just didn't want their... Hollywood had a reputation to begin with. The casting couch has always been a thing. You want to know something crazy? Another thing? <laughs> My brain can handle it today. There have been reports that Helena Hutchins, the cinematographer who was shot and yeah. killed, yeah. her next movie was going to be exposing um, like the misconduct with children that Hollywood was engaged in. Wow. And she was killed before that. That's another rumor that I, I have to corroborate. <sighs> A lot of effed up stuff, man. When does stuff become too fantastic? After the, the couple of years we've had, when do things... All right, one more story real quick. I, at least I thought this was funny. There was a letter to the editor a few weeks ago in um, the Laconia Daily Sun, I believe, mm-hmm. of some, some really sad leftist who, who didn't really have a brain in their skull. So, mm-hmm. you know, they were couldn't really function with proper foundation donate you know abby normal brains yep they said um that the you know the nine state representatives proposed legislation to make new hampshire independent from the union to divorce dc and this person because the pledge of allegiance which is like a song salute written by a socialist a few years ago because Mm -hmm. it says indivisible meaning we can't divide the union has to remain together forever this person is saying that those nine state representatives violated the Pledge of Allegiance as if it's like a binding contract. It's a dumb song. Yeah. Okay. So this person said they violated it. Um, Yeah. So Mike Sylvia, um, Representative Howard. So he said, yeah, where's the quote from him? You you know, blah, blah, blah. This guy, Witt, said they violated the Pledge of Allegiance and they're anarchists and free staters, blah, blah, blah. If only they were all anarchists and free staters. And um, then he said, now when each of us says, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, we must think of these traitors in our midst. They would succeed where our foreign enemies have failed. They would break up these United States of America. They would trample on the graves of servicemen and women who died to preserve our one nation under God. Oh my God, there's so much wrong with that. So number one, if you believe in the whole constitution, America, freedom, yay, um, you would think that the soldiers who fought and died needlessly in really ridiculous wars in every single country on earth, like all 190 countries, think that they died for our freedom, like for you know the Bill of Rights, free speech, yeah. gun rights, freedom of property rights, and all that stuff. So if they died, the way to honor them is by honoring those rights. And who violates those rights the most? The US government, Biden and Trump and Clinton and Obama and Pelosi and Schumer. So those soldiers were on our side of freedom. They weren't fighting for communism or authoritarianism. They were fighting for freedom. So we can honor them by supporting freedom. You know who violated the actual constitution, which is a binding you know, law that is the ultimate law that created the United States government. It's what created mm-hmm. it. 
The U.S. government violates it. They violate the First Amendment. They violate the Second Amendment. Every article of the Constitution, pretty much. They violate the shit out of it every single day. So wow. it's so ironic how the government violated it, meaning they voided the contract. If it's a contract, which is their only argument is the Constitution's a contract, they violated it. What happens when you violate a contract? We can void it and sever the ties. So, yeah, it was so ridiculous. But finally, I, I took this opportunity to explain the origin of the Pledge of Allegiance. I don't know if you know, but there was a socialist minister, an avowed socialist in the 1800s in the early 1900s. And his name was Francis Bellamy. And he worked for the uh, Youth's Companion magazine out of Boston. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to sell more magazine subscriptions and he to uh, every school and every institution, every company in the United States. And he was mm-hmm. a big salesman. So he's a socialist, but he's also a capitalist. He's a salesman, likes making money. So he's like all socialists, he's a hypocrite piece of shit. So he's a mm-hmm. hip- hypocritical socialist. And in order to sell more magazines, he made little American flags and, and some bigger ones too, like in the picture. And he, yeah. he brought them all over the United States and said, we'll give you a free flag if you subscribe to our magazine. So yeah. back then, magazines were obviously the, one of the big forms of media. So he got them into a lot of schools around the United States and into other companies, institutions, malls, buildings, all that stuff. And he gave them a free flag with a subscription. But also, in order to encourage the flags being adopted, he created this dystopian salute, which initially was like this. And then after the 1940s, that went out of style. So he changed it to this. <laughs> it uh, does look familiar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's wow. in that picture, that's what the kids were doing, the Francis Bellamy salute. So um, yeah, eventually it went to this, praying to the state government. So he eventually, it was really dystopian how it, it freaking happened, dude. He, he taught, you know, he, he taught the kids to do this. And, you know, with the flag, you face the flag and you pledge allegiance to your government and say, I will always worship. I, I know the words of the pledge, but pretty much what it's saying is, I promise to pledge my full allegiance, my life and my honor and pledge allegiance to my gods in DC and they are my God forever. And I am mm. a subject before them. I am their slave. That's pretty much what it says. So I just found this little meme the other day and it makes sense praying to the state. So yeah, it, it violates the first commandment. If you're religious, like Jewish or Christian or Muslim, the first commandment very clearly says there are no gods before me and yeah. worshiping the state and, and bowing down and essentially believing Biden or Trump is your God violates the first commandment. If you are religious, of course, I'm agnostic, but if you are religious, it violates your first commandment of your religion. So that's an issue. False prophets. Yeah. Exactly. It's so, like, the, yeah, it's like, um, I just think this is so uh, disturbing that doing this with children that young and then back then we act like those were the good old days, you know, like this hasn't been happening for a long time. Well, well, this started around 1900. And what's what's also dystopian is the government. So this was private. Francis Bellamy, a private socialist capitalist piece of shit. And mm-hmm. he, you know, got it into schools with the flag and the pledge and his magazines. And I'm sure he made a killing. And mm-hmm. then eventually in like 1900, 1930, 1940, FDR, and eventually I think Wilson and Eisenhower adopted the Pledge of Allegiance and made it official. And they put made it part of the U.S. flag code which is like semi-regulatory laws. And now it's official. If you go to the U.S. government, one of their laws or flag code for how you should treat the flag, it also talks about the Pledge of Allegiance. And then they updated it. They actually included under God. Ironically, this minister, Bellamy, did not include under God in the original pledge. That was put in decades later by Eisenhower. Wow. Yeah, very interesting. So this article, I finally took the opportunity I've wanted to for years to write about the origin of the Pledge of Allegiance. And again, it's mandatory in every school they have to have regular recitations of the Pledge of Allegiance. Again, they want kids to worship their God of government. Now, because states like California and Hawaii and Vermont are so lefty, I believe yeah. that's why they don't have it mandatory. And Wyoming is so pro-freedom, they don't have it mandatory. But all, all other 46 states, I believe, including New Hampshire, it's apparently mandatory for the schools, all government-run schools, 
which is 90% of kids in the United States go to government-run schools, unfortunately, they all have to say the pledge on a regular basis, so pretty much daily. Mm-hmm. Now, how are we going to help get New Hampshire to, I guess, repeal this law and not have kids say it? Or should we just take down the government school systems and let everyone be private school or homeschool? Was that you voting in favor of it, or was that you pledging allegiance? No, I think everyone should go to private school. <laughs> no, or homeschool, I, I, yeah. I mean, there was a, there was also one that came out recently about the, um, the school district very close to us, um, where there these predatory teachers are being protected, and these children who are coming forward are being punished. It's no, bizarre. School teachers, predators, no way. I don't know if I can cite a particular school on your podcast. Can I? Of course, uh, call them out, dude. It was the Concord School District. Concord High School? Did you see what happened in Kentucky, a government-run school? I heard about that. The uh, That was too weird to believe. Um, Jeez, whoa, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Yeah, they, they made them wear Hooters yeah, yeah. uniforms, and, and, and the, the, uh, there, there was some sort of, like, um, uh, I think it was a homecoming. Dancing event. or something. Yeah. And the teachers and the the superintendent of the school or principal who i believe is also the mayor of the town which is disgusting he had the boys like stripped down apparently and danced on his lap and they were paddling their asses like this is like kind of textbook child sexual abuse and Hmm. sexual assault disgusting again and it's not the first time this is the first time it was caught on video and, and cameras and stuff this is what government government agents do they think they have impunity they're sick sociopaths and this is what they do Everyone, I'm telling you, in no uncertain terms, pull your fucking kids out of government schools. If you put your kids in government schools, you made a mistake, you can correct that mistake ASAP, immediately. Tomorrow, starting tomorrow, don't let them go to government schools. I don't know if every single teacher is raping every single kid, but a tremendous amount of teachers. Tremendous. Well, here's the thing. Are from, assaulting kids. From school shootings to abusive administrators, uh, there's nothing they're teaching at these schools that's worth our children's lives. There's here's nothing they there's CRT. nothing they teach at these schools that's worth our children's lives. Sending them off every single day going, maybe he won't come back. That's not, there's nothing valuable being taught. They teach racism. If you're white, you're racist and you're evil and you should feel bad. They teach corona fascism, like put on a mask and, and uh, suffocate. And they teach sexualization of kids and or sexual assault of kids. And there are teachers out there actually like raping and impregnating kids, but it's mostly just more mild sexual assault or just massively broad sexual misconduct. Well, it, like when a, when a police officer has an interaction with somebody, there's a phone out or there's, there's now um, cameras, live recordings. Is every single person with power now going to have to wear some sort of recording device? Well, there, there was a big movement for that in the past few months, but the teachers yeah. don't want any accountability. So they said, hell no. Yeah, they don't want the kids having phones in classrooms. They don't want the kids, you know. No, but even having cameras in the classroom on, on the teachers, they don't want it. Well, let me... <laughs> What are we getting? Are we getting anything for this kind of control? Because it's, it's like the government sells that to you. Oh, the Patriot Act. Oh, we're going to catch way more pedophiles. We're going to catch all this stuff. We're going we're gonna to save people from being locked in basements and torn apart. But we're going to catch them right ahead because of all the control you give us. That's been sold to us all, all the time. They've been telling us that. You know who the biggest producer of child porn is? No. <laughs> really? They said they want to do a sting operation. They always do this. Same with the Fast and Furious. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they put out tons out there and they're still putting it out, I believe. And they, you know, then they can catch people. It's like, dude, you're actually creating or at least uh, propagating and sharing child porn. Isn't that entrapment? I guess, yeah, I don't want to. Uh, well, probably, but also kids, like, so they're, producing, really... they're, they're producing it. They're, they're like, oh my God. Well, just like guns. What happened with the gun running? Let's look at that. The Obama administration pushes how many guns through? Unchecked? Well, that's what I was saying. They, they gave guns, I believe, to the Mexican cartels to try to track them, and they lost track of them. So now Mexican cartels have more guns and I believe drugs too, and they lost track of them, so they can't even help catch people. Did what we talk about do, right? uh, Fauci? Yes, let's, let's move on to that because I've actually been following this. But I just got to say, what happens to you or I when we may have a monumental cock up like that? The book is thrown at you. And, I don't, you, and let's forget that there's any accountability in these industries. There's an old, uh, there was an old uh, cartoon in the New Yorker, and it has this lawyer sitting down with this um, client. He goes, so how much justice can you afford? That's a long-standing joke. I know. Let's, let's so, get yeah. to the uh, next story. With Fauci, the, uh, when he's not torturing humans and kids with forcing them to have masks and triple vaccines for no reason. Can I ask? Torturing puppies and monkeys. Oh, and the, orphans. He actually tortures orphan humans, too. Let me ask where the, the uh, animal activists are. Because as, he as, called them out. They said he should be fired. As a child, those people were our heroes. When we were growing up, these animal rights activists were, were just... Right here. <laughs> Pete up. They said, fire is fucking ass. Nice. Yep. Well, it's nice to see they remain consistent. Oh, wonderful. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's really disgusting. Some of these doctors are removing the vocal cords of the dogs. Well, that so was only so they wouldn't scream while being tortured. The actual torture was fleas eating their faces off till they died. No, this, that's not, I'm not talking about this particular one. The, the flea one, the dogs were put down or were put out and their heads were put in a, and these, these parasites would lay eggs and they would yeah. just ingest the head of the dog while it was alive. I'm talking, there, was, there were multiple experiments. These are not the only experiments going on. There were some where the dogs had their vocal cords removed. And it, what's sad is these dogs are, are, are like, especially the beagle, those dogs are bred to be very, very docile and submissive to human beings. They recognize us as, you know, their man's best friend. It's a I very, think the most very, disturbing thing was the monkeys. For compassion. He destroyed a part of the brain to make monkeys more fearful and then started torturing yeah. them and like scarring them mentally with Can I ask you where them. the ethics committee is? I mean, it's, it's like an ethics like, committee is government. No, this is ridiculous. There's got to be a, a there's got to be a place you don't go. Why do you think I'm an anarchist? I don't believe in the government because the government's never going to control the government. It's all evil. So yeah, I think one of the VPs of PETA straight up called for firing every NIH head. Wonderful, wonderful. Oh my gosh. Which misses, I assume, are made up of people who do animals. Good for her. Specifically, are you concerned about the lack of oversight? There's no oversight. Most definitely. What oversight? (laughs) Are you concerned? Okay is he going to be brought forward is he going to have to answer more questions about this no he's just going to keep it quiet against the wishes of the congress what are you 
your next steps? Uh, this is this is taxpayer money. Which, yep. uh, essentially, it's a when you go to work, the NIH. Well, we started calling for Francis Collins' resignation in July. We're happy to see that somebody listened, and he is going out. Now I think it's extremely important that all Americans get in touch with President Biden and they urge uh, him to yeah. replace Francis Collins with somebody who's a visionary leader, somebody who understands that we need a new way forward. We need to embrace- Or fire him and don't replace him. We need to get yeah. rid of the outdated animal studies and we need to embrace the research modernization deal. Kathy Guillermo, thank you. Good so for much. her, good for her. Oh, earlier she said fire every head of every department in NIH. So yeah, this was disgusting. Um, I guess we don't have audio for this one. But I mean, again, sixty million tax dollars. Doctor Kavorkin was the biggest joke. Look at these guys. What what are they? They're, they're oh my god. This should be a place you're not allowed to go. Yep. So they injected toxins, destroyed part of their brain. So oh. You know, after presumed guilty, the next book is going to be called Taxation is Theft. Yeah. And I have a bunch of pictures in the book. I'll try to find them here. I can stop screen sharing for a second. And just real quick, if I jump in, I mean, if you have a, a really economical car, you're probably, to fill the tank, you're probably paying like uh, 40 bucks now, where it would cost you 20 bucks to fill your tank in a Honda Civic or something. It's costing you 40, 40 something bucks. To fill your tank. Okay. And you have when you work for an hour, what do you make? You make it 15, you make in 22, you make in 30 an hour. So your day, which is broken up in an increment of what eight hours, maybe you're lucky enough to do pull some tens. Um, that money that you're allocating to your lifestyle, take care of your kids, to move things forward, to, to pay for that gas, to, to pay for your food, pay for the rent that's going up. All these different things. And then there's, there's things being that you're tithed to society. Well, that's what taxes are supposed to be. They're a tithe to society to help people who are less fortunate or are having a hard time, just can't get a break. They're, they're at the lowest point they could possibly be. And this is going to elevate them and help them. It's just a launching pad to, to get them right back in the game. So that's where I told where our, our tax dollars go to. And we, we gladly pay that tithe to society because we live in a society and we just think, oh, that's fantastic. But what is the government good at? Are they good at reallocating funds? Is there any oversight for funds? This, this would be a wasted opportunity. These puppy things is a wasted opportunity if we don't enact something to find out how our tax paying, how our, our taxes and where our money goes. Once we get control of that, once we understand where our money is going and where that allocation is, where they're putting our money. So then we yeah, have in time. the book, throughout the book, I'm going to have these little pictures we're, we're on the side. We're, getting, we're selling weapons to Yemen. We're doing all this different stuff. Once we find out exactly, once we can, we can bill, once we can itemize these people, once we can say, what have you been doing? It's like a, any job you do, any job you have to perform. Well, what have you been doing for the last three weeks? It's like building a house for, for, for 15 years. I want to see, I want to see the, uh, the itemized list. I want to see the, the materials. I want to see all this stuff. Why does it cost you this much? Where's the money going? Is it helping these people? What's going on? So in, throughout the book, I'm going to have these pictures. It's all about taxation and how it's used. And wow. I'm going to have pictures because someone made this meme and I actually supported taxes. Some statist idiot 
made this meme and said, I have taxpayer pride because my taxes support blank. And then they put something there like roads and hospitals and all this fucking bullshit, right? Okay. So someone Massachusetts it and made is a, a liberal bastion, right? Massachusetts is one of the liberal bastions, right? High taxes. Have you driven in Massachusetts? They got potholes that could eat like a, a, a yep. minivan. Yep. It's ridiculous. So so I, I made some more of these saying my taxes support torturing puppies. And that should be a bipartisan. These people, these people, excuse me. <laughs> let's let's reach across the aisle. This should be bipartisan. I'm sure these people, whatever their political leanings are, their ideas that are different and values are different from mine. I'm sure they don't want their, I'm sure they want their taxpayer dollars going to the guy across the, 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 the hallway who broke his leg on a job site and can't work. Or is just, or is even had an altercation with somebody. He's traumatized and he, yep. he doesn't know what he's thinking. Can All you that stuff, that? whatever. Can you read this? I, one? I can't read, but but that's another podcast. Dressing kids like fruit and vegetables. <laughs> I mean, I forgot that story, but yeah, U.S. taxpayer dollars apparently went to dressing kids like fruits and vegetables. Where? When? Why? How? <laughs> What's so, going on? Oh, they're going to pay for expansion of massive IRS powers. Um, they're going to hire 87,000 new agents to spy on people like you and me. I'm surprised they're already doing it. This will be in the book. When you fund ISIS to get rid of Taliban, who you funded to get rid of Boko Haram, who you funded to get rid of Hamas, who you funded to get rid of Al-Qaeda. Mujahideen. Where does it end? Where does it end? Al-Qaeda, Mujahideen. Yeah. I mean, it goes back so and this back. This helicopter back. was bought for, you paid for this helicopter for this savage. Oh, you're uh, also paying for domestic spying. You're paying for the drug war. Again, if people realize that they are the ones paying for all of the most horrible policies, maybe they wouldn't love paying taxes so much. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that book. Um, what about, what about our, the wealth of our states? What about the wealth of our states being reallocated to government organizations? We have a surplus in our state. You know, these people, you can have your, your, you can start talking about having your, um, your healthcare. Your gut, you can have healthcare. You can have whatever you want with the amount of money that we have. But if we stop wasting it on, Oh my God! You want to talk about war? They were telling us, "Oh, it's 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 necessary. It's a necessity. We need these jets. We need these studies. We need these these these." Oh. The book might look something like that. If someone's going to tax you, they should tell you where your money's going. You should know where your money's going. You should. That's what my friend Cardi B said a few months ago. Fantastic! I'm glad she's coming around. Good for her. You Cardi know? B. Yeah. Well, like a year or two ago, actually, she had this crazy rant. Like, I want to know my fucking taxpayer money is going. My roads fucking suck. I'm paying $50,000 a year in taxes. I'm like, yeah, you go, girl. That happens to everybody when you wake up and get a job for the first time and you look at- Well, your, not everybody. You know, not you know the government takes taxes. how much have you paid check? It's ridiculous. I remember the first time I worked in, um, in Massachusetts, I worked the weekend. I worked the, uh, the whole week and then I worked the weekend. I had less money than when I worked- the week. Mm-hmm. I mean, explain that to me. The sweat of your brow. Now, the sweat, I'm not saying the sweat of your brow. If a guy makes, what, 500 bucks a week doing labor, and they want to take a, a good chunk of that, 
He's not, he's not the high rising millionaire that you want to take a, a bite out of. No, they talk about tax the rich. They talk about all this stuff. And they also talk about silencing guys like you and me. Oh, I'm, I knew you were a plant. I, you finally got me. Can you read that? No, I can't. It's too shiny. Yeah, that's what it is, dude. You've, you've been sh you're buffing that thing way too hard. Oh, it says uh, taxation is theft right on the top there. <laughs> no, I said my, my head's too shiny. Oh, my gosh. No, let me ask you this, buddy. Let me ask you this. Recently, we had... Shit. He freaking cut out. I guess Grandpa Evan has no Wi-Fi. Sorry about and, that. Um, I better... Now you cut out. I think he's like taking that shiny thing and you pointing it at the computer. I'm... What I'm trying to say is um, with uh, the, the, the lead of Twitter, the CEO, he came out, he was talking about how we're going to have overwhelming inflation across the world. It's coming, right? Yeah. Now, we talk about speech that can incite violence and, and cause destruction and stuff. That's the, that's the layman, right? The plot. But when there's patricians, these noble people, when they start saying things that can move markets and disrupt global politics, like inflation's going to hit soon and it's going to it's going to hit across the world. When Elon Musk tweets this and that and moves on on your currency for your the value of your your investments, how, we're not indignant. No one's having that conversation. Hey, it's kind of inappropriate for the lead of Twitter to be saying that everything is going to go to hell in a couple of weeks and disrupting the market. Am I the only person who's, who thinks that's a problem? No, hell no. There's no, and this is the, I just have to say this. I'm not, I'm just a, I'm not a smart guy. I, I've got to say the almost glaring thing is there's no consistency with outrage. If you're going to be outraged about something, you have to be consistent. Oh, speaking of outrage, and we got to go in a minute. Yeah. Um, the the controller of the currency that Biden just nominated is a Moscow-educated Soviet fucking Marxist scumbag who straight wow. up says she's like a Marxist, wants to get rid of the banks, and wants total communism. Wow. So the, the tiny bit of a mask they used to have is coming off, and they admit they're Marxists. And she'll probably he be confirmed. He beat the socialists. Man, he beat the socialists, man. Don't you remember? What's that? He beat the socialists. He did it last week, dude. He did it all by himself. <laughs> My God. Yep. All right. <laughs> you went to the oil barons, you tablecloth wearing sons of bitches. Now, what the hell is this guy talking about? He's always strong. He's taking the strong stance. He's always embezzling things. He's always he's always taking other people's words. All right, I need to get to work. Roger, well, go meet. Go sit down with your family. I know you, you you you're working way too hard, brother. I know. I know. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks a lot, man. I'm gonna post this up in a bit, and um, I'll see you in a few days. Hopefully, we got some slack to listen to do. Roger. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, sir. See you Wednesday. All right. Catch you later. <laughs> I'll see you Wednesday. Take care. Bye. You got to whisper.